white people and black people and yellow people and orange people and all people around the world especially the people on the east side of detroit what up though y'all it's your favorite funny girl comedian judge miles and you already know that when the judge is in the verdict is out that's right your girl has her very own podcast Clap it up for me. This is Black Girl Excellence right here. Black Girl Excellence. And I'm so excited. And I need you, which are my jurors, to make sure that you call in. The number is pinned right in front of you. Call in. 313-753-2696. I need all of my jurors to call in and help me deliberate on the verdict. That's right. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. We are live each and every Tuesday at 7 p.m. right here on my YouTube channel, sweetheart. Get all of the real raw and raunchy information from comedian Judge Miles here on The Verdict Podcast. Also, don't be a stranger to that cash app. You hear what I'm trying to tell you? I'm giving out good content. Show your girls some love. One dollar here, a penny, two cent, ten dollars. Give your girl some love if you are enjoying my podcast. Now, you already know that me, I'm the type of girl that has to have a sponsor for my podcast. That's right. You got to have a sponsor, y'all. Yeah. To fill up a drink for me. You already know I have myself a sponsor. And who is that sponsor for today? It is none other than Girls Gone Fit. Girls Gone Fit is my fitness dance workout class in which we dance and have a good time. We celebrate health and fitness with a party each and every Monday at 6 p.m. at the BAM Studio. That's right, the BAM Studio located at 19954 Livinois. Bring a friend and it's only $5 when you come by yourself. It's $10. I need you guys to come on in. Listen, if you have a sponsor, sponsorship uh, or you want to be sponsored by the verdict this is a great place to do so make sure to contact me for all of your sponsorship needs we have the opportunities available we can play your videos we can shout you out we can show your logos whatever it is that you need we have it here for you listen you guys if you want to contact me and you want to see all of the things that comedian judge miles has going on all right, no problem. All of my social media taglines are right here. When you want to see me on Instagram, it's Comedian Judge Miles. Facebook, Comedian Judge Miles. And on TikTok, it is Comedian Judge Miles. Yes, 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 y'all. This is how you're able to find your girl. All right. All right. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm going to keep that up there for a little bit just so you guys can plug that in to what you need to know. All right. Before we get this thing started, you already know how I feel. You already know how I feel about them crybaby kids. Go on about your business. Go on about your business. Go on about your business. And in the words of Rosa Park, fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids, in the words of Rosa Parks. Fuck them kids. And we say this respectfully, okay? Listen, it's Tuesday. It's time to unwind. It's time to get you a drink. It's time for you to pay attention. You have been catering to those children all week. They've been being bad. They haven't been listening. You think that you can train them up, which you supposed to be able to do. But these kids nowadays have a mind of their own. So right now, we say with love, fuck them kids. From 6 to 7, uh, from 7 to 8, just... Tell them to go in the bedroom. Go be with your daddy. You hear me? Amen again. Yes. I hope you guys are ready for another episode of the Verdict Podcast. We are not playing today. We are getting into some things. But before we get into some things, I have to let you know this. It's important, okay? Your Honor, these hoes is weird, Your Honor. Order in the court. Your Honor, these hoes is weird, Your Honor. Please don't be one today, okay, ladies? Don't be a don't be a weird hoe. I need you guys to celebrate life, celebrate love, celebrate black women. Remember, confident women do not hate. Don't be weird. Say hello to someone today, okay? Don't be negative. Be positive today. We don't want you being a weird ass 
hope. Now, without further ado, we about to get into that PSA. Y'all, the Verdict Podcast is for mature adults only. It is for individuals who understand that they are able to agree to disagree. If you are an individual that gets your panties in a bunch, you love to argue, you don't like to see people's perspective, you don't like profanity, then this is not the podcast for you, sweet lady. Go on over to Shay Shay's Club, Shay Shay Club, if you want to be politically correct. We're speaking truths today. Truths and all truth and nothing but the truth, okay? We're not pleading the fifth. We are speaking all truths. We're making people rise up, and we're making them tell the truth right here on the docket, on the verdict. Listen, we are not homophobic, nor do we condone any types of violent acts. However, we will tell the truth, and we will not be bullied. Let me say that again. We will tell the truth, and we will not be bullied at all, okay? We're not going to be bullied at all. Also, I want you guys to know that this is all done in a comedic light. So all of the content, anything that has been said is not in association with any type of organization, business, or any type of group that the judge is a part of. She stands alone and alone only. Yes. So y'all, before we get into these things, you need to know this. Yes, 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 yes. You need to know this. You need to know this. Court is now in session. Court is in session. And because court is in session, we are going to our first topic of the day. Now, you guys know that we have three segments of the verdict. We have situationship, allegedly, and we have judge and jury. So our first situationship topic is this. Human versus dogs. What would you do if a relative bit you in a fight and gave you a flesh-eating disease? Well, guess what? This is what happened to this Florida man. This Florida man contracted a flesh-eating disease bacteria after being bitten by a relative. Can you imagine? I mean, my goodness, he got a flesh-eating disease, I yikes, by a relative? What in the Hades occurred? Well, let me tell you guys what occurred. They say that this man was at um, a relative's house. They was having like a little cookout, a barbecue. His name was Donnie Adams. And when he was attending, two of his relatives got into a fight. So, good person trying to stop the fight. He gets in between them, and one of the relatives bit him in the leg. Bit him in the leg. Can you believe that? Yikes. They bit him in the leg. Yeah, that, that that's what happens when you try to be the good person. And after he was bitten in the leg, his leg starts to hurt. It starts to swell. He went to the doctor and found out that he had a flesh-eating disease that the doctors believe came straight from the bite. And they say that the human mouth is dirtier than adults. Now, this is really hard for me to believe. I'm not going to even sit up here and lie. It's very hard for me to believe that the human mouth is dirtier than a dog. I really do not believe that. Have you seen a dog's mouth? How they be drooling? They lick everything. They ask, for goodness sake. Now, I know a lot of y'all like ass play, but to be licking your own ass, that's a bit freaky, don't you think? Okay? They lick everything. They lick the floors. They eat food. That's random. I mean, how can a human's mouth be dirtier than a dog's mouth? I'm just going to tell you what the verdict is. If you guys want to call in right now, you are so able to do so. I need my jurors to weigh in. Have you ever heard of this? What do you think about this? Call in right now. The number is 313-753-2696. You are able to call in. Make sure to show your girl some love on that cash app. I'm going to tell you my verdict right now. The verdict for this, for me, you got to stay prayed up, okay? You got to stay prayed up. You just have to. If you're not prayed up, you're susceptible to any type of disease. Nowadays, we are living in a land where anything goes. They're trying to kill us through our foods. They're trying to kill us 
through radiation. They're trying to kill us through our cell phones, through our toupees, deodorant, so on and so forth. And the only way that you can truly stay protected is if you have God in your life. You got to pray these things up off of you, okay? Because God says that when you pray in his name, that he will cover you from what the devil has for you. So you got to pray. You got to make sure that you stay prayed up. You connected to God. You and God is locked in like this. Otherwise, you're going to be trying to pull your hair out, trying to figure out what to do, what not to do, what to eat, what not to eat. It's too much, okay? So that's the verdict for me. It's too much, sweetheart, okay? All right? So I need y'all to stay prayed up. A lot of you guys, uh, you're not prayed up. You haven't talked to God. When the last time did you talk to God? Be honest. You wake up every day, you get on Instagram, you get on social media. Did you talk to God? You make these decisions, you haven't asked God, hey, Lord, what do you think? Hey, Jesus, what do you think? You don't sit on it. You let men come into your life, women come into your life. You don't ask them, is this the right decision? Was this you, God? Did you bring this person, God? Was it you? You don't even sit and wait. So when is the last time you talk to God? You got to talk to God. You got to pray over your food. You got to pray over your man, over your relationships. You got to pray over your children. You got to pray over everything. When you wake up in the and in, in blessed to wake up, you got to thank God and you got to stay connected. You must stay connected, okay? I'm telling you something because I absolutely love you. I love you. Comedian Judge Miles, we love ya. I say we because it's multiples of me, okay? I wear many hats, okay? Comedian Judge Miles, of course, Miles Grant. I love you guys, and I want to make sure that you are fully connected. Order in a court. All right, y'all, make sure you guys call on in. Once again, once again, we are sponsored today by Girls Gone Fit. We celebrate health and fitness with a party. Now, we're going to move on. If you guys want to talk more about situationship number one, be my guest. Uh, I'm going to just show you guys once again what that looked like. This man right here, Florida man, contracted flesh-eating bacteria from a relative. I mean, what was that relative doing? Did they know that they had a bacteria-eating disease in their mouth? My goodness. And this is exactly why... I don't like to kiss on folks. I don't like to kiss on folks. And this is going to move us right along to our next segment of the day, which is entitled Allegedly. I love it, allegedly, because during allegedly, we don't know what the topics are. We don't know if they're true, false. We don't know uh, our, if our commentary is right or wrong. We're giving you how we feel, our opinion, okay? We're giving you our opinion, and some of this stuff, most of these things are alleged. We don't know if it's true or not, and I need you, which are my jurors, once again, to call on in to talk to me about the next topic. So going into the next topic, uh, allegedly. Allegedly, it's not okay to kiss your children in the mouth. Allegedly, it's not okay. I need to know. Allegedly, it is not okay to kiss your children in the mouth. Yikes. I want to know what my jurors think, okay? Now, here's what I'm thinking. That picture in which we just saw, I'm going to keep this picture up for you guys. This is a father and a son. This son looks to be somewhere three and below. For me, in my opinion, I don't see anything wrong with this picture. I don't see anything wrong with a father showing his young child affection, showing his children affection, period. But specifically in this way in which you are kissing your child in the mouth. This is a little boy. And I truly believe that up until a child is able to figure out whether or not um, their girl or boy, you know, they know sexist, things of that magnitude, whether, whether or not, up until this time, I'm sorry, guys, my mom was calling. Um, you're able to call in. Oh, she might want to talk. Oh, if she called back again, I'll let her talk. Um, I believe that, it, you know, up until they're able to really figure out the sexes, it's okay. Now, what do I mean by that? When children are able to identify, oh, this is a girl, that's a boy, I no longer think that it's a good idea to kiss your children in the mouth, especially boys, because what you don't want to do is you don't want to make it seem normal for a young man to think it's okay to be kissed in the mouth by a man, 
even though it's his father, right? We just don't want him to have that type of thought process in his mind. Once again, mom, if you want to call back in, call back in. I'm so sorry I, I, I took you off. Um, but we just don't want to have that type of stigma. Listen, we're living in a wicked, crazy world. Now, we are. I'm not an LGBTQ basher, but I'm going to just be honest with you. That's not anything that I would want for my child, okay? Um, I would still love my child, but that's not anything that someone prays for, for their son or their daughter to become gay, okay? It's a very hard world living as a gay person, period, seriously. And so we have to be conscious of what we do and what we show our children. And there are many ways to show affection. There are some people that will say, hey, listen, he's showing affection. I get it. I don't think anything is wrong with this picture and with his age. However, once you get older, the boys are four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I do believe, in my opinion, that you should cut it off. It should no longer be a kiss it in the mouth. If you want to show your sons or your daughters affection, there's other ways. Hugs, telling them you love them, you know, playing with them, whatever the case may be. But kissing them in the mouth is a bit much and it can be perceived as something sexually deviant. And today society it's not about what really is happening it's about people perception and because there's so many fucked up people in the world so many people who are wicked so many people who have sex demons on them so many people who are hoes so many people who are pedophiles you gotta watch this especially putting it on social media you leave it up to people to judge you okay now like i said i truly believe that black men specifically should show their children affection it starts in the home. This is the time where you tell your son, I love you. This is the time where you tell him, I'm here for you. This is the time where you guys have heart to hearts. However, at a certain age, kissing your child in the mouth is inappropriate. That is, that is my word. Once again, you guys are able to call on in. You are able to call on in. 1-313-753-2696. I just want to know, what do you think about this? Allegedly, it's not okay to kiss your children in the mouth. We had a lot of people that commented on this social media post, and they were like, yuck, ugh, this is sick, this is wicked. Why would he be kissing his son in the mouth? And this picture in particular, I didn't see sickness. I didn't see wickedness. I didn't see any of that. I saw a father who loves his son. I, that's what I saw here. I saw a father who had no malicious intent. He had no malicious intent here. That's what I saw. I don't know if that's true. It's alleged. All right. We got a caller on the line right now. We got a juror on the line. Who am I speaking with? Turn out, turn it down in the back. Make sure to turn it down in the back just so we won't have that echo. All right. No problem. Okay. All right. We can hear you clearly. What's up, juror? What do you have to say about this? I really love your topic, Judge Miles. They really hit the heart and really have people calling in. I had to call in for this one. I feel that if you are sexually active, you shouldn't be kissing your children in the mouth. Okay. There's other ways to show you love your children than kissing them in the mouth. All right. I, I like that. I believe that. Now, why? Now, why do you feel that way? Tell me exactly why. Because we live in uncertain times, and if you're sexually active, you really don't know what the person that you're sexually involved with has, and you don't want to take a chance of giving that to your children that you love. Okay. I agree with you. I agree with you. And who am I speaking with again? This is Dr. J. Hey, Dr. J, thank you so much for calling in today. We truly appreciate you. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go along with you. Uh, I truly believe that as well. If you are sexually active, it is a bit risky to be kissing your child in the mouth. However, I don't necessarily think that it, it's a it's a malicious intent if you did decide to, but ethically, it may be a little bit immoral because you've been having sex, you've probably been doing things you're not supposed to be doing, and you don't want to risk giving your child something. So I definitely get that. So thank you so much for giving us a call. You're welcome. Thank you. And keep up the good work, Judge Miles. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. 
All right, you guys, you heard our verdict. Make sure you guys call on in. Yes, I have the ability to allow you guys to call on in. Now, we are going on to our next topic, okay? Still under allegedly, still under allegedly. Allegedly, Khalees is dating actor Bill Murray? Oh, after Bill Murray, my God, my God, my God, this is nuts right here. Now, in case you don't know who actor Bill Murray is, is this old ass white man. Khalees is 43 years old, a black, beautiful queen. And allegedly she's dating actor Bill Murray, which is 72 years old. Order in the court. I need order in the court. I just need you to sit here and just look at this for a minute. Look at how wrinkled this white man is. Look at how wrinkled this white man is. What is Khalees thinking? Now, you guys already know. I'm something like a first lady. I'm a leg lady, okay? My fiance is an ordained pastor. And he is an advocate for the scriptures. And because he's an advocate for the scripture and I love God and I'm connected to him, you know, I get a lot of the information from my fiance. And the scriptures teaches us that we should not have relationships with our oppressors. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, no, that's not right. We're living in a different time. Um, that's racist. Oh my God, you're thinking narrow-minded. I'm just telling you what the scriptures say, my dog. That's all I'm telling you. The scripture says that we should not have relationships with our oppressors. If you don't believe me, you can go to Hosea chapter 9, verse 12 through 14, or you can go to Exodus chapter 34. It tells you specifically that we should not be having children with our oppressors. Just think about it. Why do I even have to talk to you guys about this? Just think about this. We have been enslaved for over 400 years and beyond. Okay, let's be honest. It's still going on. It just looks a little different right now. We still are fighting for our lives. We're fighting for equality. We're fighting to be seen, to be heard. We're fighting just to be human. We're not even still viewed as human right now. We are getting hunted down like dogs on the street. We can't even call 911 for help without a potential case of the police coming and shooting the victim. Shooting the people who actually need help. Why? Because they're black. No other reason. Because they claim that they're fearful. Well, if you so goddamn fearful, why did you take a job as a police officer in the city? That's bullshit. So I say all that to say this. Our ancestors are rolling around in their funerals, dead, in their caskets, saying to themselves, I fought all this for this bullshit? For y'all to just inter be, be interracial with the main people who have their foots on your necks? The main people who are trying to reverse all of the laws that we have fought so hard for? Really? Your oppressors? Really? The people who have caused significant trauma to black lives, to black families? These are the individuals who you think it's appropriate to have sex with, to be with, to have families with, to have children with? Now, I'm not telling you to hate them. By no means am I, am I speaking any type of hate. What I'm expressing to you is this. It's best to be with your own kind. It's best to be with your own kind. That don't mean that you cannot talk to them, work with them, go to functions with them. But to cohabitate in a relationship with them, God says, no, 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 no. It's not what I say. This is not a lad. You can go right to Hosea chapter 9, verse 12 through 14, and read it yourself. I want you to read it yourself. See, we are so busy sometimes listening to what the pastors say. We never take time out to look at that Bible ourselves. You will be surprised what that Bible say. Everything that you need to know about how to live your life, how to treat people, how to be in relationship with people, what to eat, how to dress, how to speak, when to speak, how often to speak, how to be seen is in the Bible. 
You don't have to learn from social media. You don't have to learn from the government. You can learn from our father. It's right here in the Bible. Okay? Order in the court. Now, I'm speaking, and a lot of people ain't going to want to hear this, but it's the truth. Now, I just want you to think about something. Not all, but a big percent of interracial children come out with major issues, mental issues, identity issues, issues, period. Look at, what's the young lady name that's on College Hill? Amber Rose. Amber Rose. If you guys are, if you guys have been looking at College Hill, she got major issues. Not everybody got issues, but this woman got a set of issues that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, okay? And it comes specifically from coming from a black mom and a white father. She doesn't know how to identify. It's not fair. We don't speak the same language. This is why you have other cultures like Indian and Chinese and Oriental or all of these different cultures that practice this to this day. That doesn't mean that they're racist. No. You work well with people who understand you. You're able to raise your children appropriately when you both come from the same culture. You have the same ideas. You're equally yoked, okay? It's not what I say. It's what God has said. So when you create children or you create relationships with your oppressor, you guys are starting off on an unle un unlevel playing field, okay? Yes, we're both humans. But well, we come from totally different worlds, as you can see. Our culture is different. Our backgrounds are different. How we live our lives, how we raise our children, it's different. So you have those interracial children who don't know how to do their hair. They're too, they're too white for the black people, but they're too black for the white people. They never are able to just sit comfortably and have a, a normal life. Because they don't know how to identify. You know how much trauma that puts on a person, a child that then grows up and becomes an adult. Now they have adult traumas from decisions that you made when all you had to do was read the Bible and find out what type of relationships you're supposed to be in through God. This is not what I say. I know a lot of people going to say, she wrong. She shouldn't be saying that. She shouldn't be preaching that. Listen, I'm talking the truth. We speak about the truth right here on the Verdict Podcast. And let's just take the Bible out of it. Let's just take it out for a second. Some people don't believe in God. Hmm. I don't know how you function in this world, but okay. Um, so we're going to take the Bible out of it for a second. Common sense. Why would you want to be with a race that has killed hundreds, thousands of your people? Why? Why would you want to make love to a man who has oppressed us, who has sold our children, sold our husbands, sold the women, broken up families? We haven't recovered from what has been done to us in slavery to this day. Our families are still broken. Our men are still looked at as beneath, as nothing. Okay, that comes all from slavery. Our women are still over-sexualized. That comes from slavery. They have taught us how to create chaos within our culture. Why would you want to be with somebody like that? Why would you want to make love to somebody like that? Money? Clout? What happened to your soul? You should never trade in your integrity, your dignity for money. Okay? You should never do that. But we're living in the society right now where people don't have no soul. They all about the money. He got a lot of money. Fuck what you talking about. She, he might be old, but he, she, I, I work with him. He got millions. He got, and I always say, but what did God say? <laughs> you having fun down here on earth, baby. You having a ball. You living, yo, we acting bad all summer. But you got an answer to that. You got all these decisions that we make, because I'm not perfect. All these decisions that we make, you got to answer to him for. And as long as you got an explanation, <laughs> I hope you got a good explanation. I mean, do your thing. But me personally, I'm not going to be, be with my oppressor. You know, it's a lot of things that we have done in our past when we were children. But when you know better, you do better. 
when you know better, you do better. And once again, I'm not racist. Black people can't even be racist. First of all, you got to have power in order to be racist. You have to be able to oppress a motherfucker in order to be racist. We can't oppress them. <laughs> it ain't nothing I can take from them, do to them. What, 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 what? How can I be racist? So before y'all start with that bullshit, I need y'all really to understand what it means to be racist. No, I'm speaking the truth. We all have opinions, and this is my opinion. All right? If you want to call in, one three one three seven five three two six nine six. we are talking about your girl, Khalees, honey. Khalees is dating, allegedly, actor Bill Murray. Shame on you. How did you go from a black African Mandingo King Nas to Bill Murray? My God. <laughs> my God. I, I, I just don't understand that. Oh, my God. Ooh, that's a mess, Khalees. I'm here to let you know right now, that's a mess. And that's the verdict. Yes, it is. Once again, make sure you guys call in. We're moving on to the third topic in Allegedly, okay? The third topic in Allegedly. We're getting through this thing pretty good. Pretty good. If you like my content, please make sure that you tune in to the Verdict Podcast and also hook your girl up. Give me a little bit of money. Give me a little bit of money. The content is good, honey. Make sure you share this, okay? Make sure you share and make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel. We are here each and every Tuesday. I also am going to be bringing you guys more of KMP production. If you guys are not used to KMP production or don't know what that is, that is discussions between my fiance and myself in which we talk about things that relate to the culture, okay? Of course, you guys already know it's going to be a little scripture in there. We're going to talk about some real life situations that's going on. A little gossip here, a little gossip there that we may have heard about and want to talk about. And uh, we give you guys the truth. Also, you guys can go on YouTube and you can subscribe to my fiance's page, which is called K Cutters Spoken Truth. Make sure you guys subscribe. It's nothing but truth to all the truth and nothing but the truth over there. So if you don't want to hear the truth, don't go over there. Go back to Shay Shay's Club. That's where you go to. Go to Shay Shay's Club. You can go to, you can go to the Drink Gods. Uh, 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 you can go over there with the with the booty bouncers. With, you know, over there. Y'all know who they is. And you can go to any of those places, okay? But if you want the truth, we ain't the people for you. But if you do, make sure to subscribe, okay? All right, we're moving right on to allegedly number three. Dig this. Dig this right here. Allegedly, allegedly years in a relationship don't mean a thing compared to happiness and peace. I don't think y'all heard me. Allegedly, years in a relationship don't mean a thing compared to happiness and peace. Well, what do I mean? I'm about to tell y'all. I don't care how long you been together. Them years don't mean nothing if that man keep making a fool out you. Behind your back, you doing this. Behind your back, you doing that. Them years don't mean nothing. Straight up. I know y'all heard that man. That man was speaking, okay? That man was speaking. He said, it don't matter how long you've been in a relationship. If a man or a woman is making a fool out of you, it don't matter. Now, we got to dissect this thing. We got to dissect this thing. Of course, you guys, I'm going to tell you what I think, what my verdict is. Of course, I want to hear your verdict. I need you guys to call in, jurors. It's jury duty time. Call in and tell me how you feel. Don't be scared, okay? Don't be scared. We got to dissect this thing. Now, first, we know when it comes to this pussy and dick thing, which is called relationships, you got to be careful what you say, how you move, and what you do with your friends or your loved ones when it comes to their mates, okay? A person has to be ready to leave a relationship. A person has to deem themselves as feeling foolish themselves. I can't say he's making you look foolish if you don't feel foolish, right? If I'm the only one that think you foolish and you think you you y'all doing good, you're gonna continue the relationship. So you have to allow people to get to that point. I have been in many situations. I have lost friends because I cared for them, and I came to them with my truth. I explained to them, and and a hundred percent of the time I was right, a hundred. But there are cases where you never know how a relationship ends up. But in my situation, I was a hundred percent right. The men weren't right. They was cheating. I didn't. I didn't have friends catch their man literally in the act 
of cheating, okay? I know a lie when I see one. I got good discernment. And they was looking foolish. And I came to them because I was close to them and I expressed to them, hey, listen, you deserve better than that. You know, these are the things that's happening. And some of them got mad. Some of them told me I'm hating. Some of them chose they man over me. Some of them stopped being my friend because they didn't feel that way. And if they did feel that way, they didn't feel like it was up to me to speak on their relationship. Listen, people, listen, people, listen, people. We always got an opinion. Now, whether you are doing it out of love or you just doing it because you just think you know everything, people don't be wanting to hear that shit. Me personally, when you love me, I, I want to hear what you got to say. If you looking out for me, I want to hear what you got to say. Now, I want to hear it all the time. Tell me once, say your piece, and, and keep it the fuck moving. But if you love me, I'm not that person that don't want to hear it. If you see something that I don't see, if you've heard something, if you've been a witness to somebody doing something doggish to me, I want to know about it. Amen? Amen again. But everybody not like that. So, first you got to be in the mood to feel foolish. If you in that mood and you agree with what the person is coming to you saying, hey, listen, this man got you feeling foolish. And you like, you know what? I I, I am foolish. He has been getting, having me out here looking foolish. People talking about me. And you got witness to it and you ready to go? Then you should go. There are so many people that use this statement right here. I've been with that person for 10 years, but you don't understand. I've been with that man for 10 years, 20 years. Fellas be like, man, I gave her 15 years, man. I don't want to just end it like that. But she fucking all your boys. What? What? And you don't want to end it. She's a whore, sir. Sir, I know a whore when I see one. She's a whore. I mean, she is fucking up your reputation. But because you've been with her for 15 years, 20 years, man, I don't want to let it go, man. She doesn't respect you. Ladies, you've been with a nigga for 15 years that's been dogging you, whooping your ass, beating you up, fucking your grandma. And you talking about, huh? And I've been with him for 15 years, though. I mean, so much to me. I put in all this time. You the only one putting in the time, sweet pea. Okay? All right? The respect is not, it's not reciprocated. The love is not reciprocated. Why would you stay around for that? First of all, let's talk about it. Did God bring him? Did God bring her, sir? Or did you find her at, at the strip club? Let's be honest. Let's talk about it. Did you wait on the Lord, huh? It's been many times I didn't wait on the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's been many times I didn't wait on the Lord, and guess what happened? I'm about to be on my second marriage, okay? But this time, it's in divine order. I feel it. I feel it. God brought me in. I didn't go looking. I wasn't trying to get nobody. I waited on the Lord. It got to work this time. Because God said, well, man, what God put together, let no man separate, Okay? So that'd that be the first problem. That's why you're really looking foolish. Because you ain't wait. You wanted to go out. You was lonely. You ain't had no stability. He had a little money. She had a fat ass or what have you or whatnot. So you wiped her up. You married him. Now look at you looking like a goddamn fool. Order in the court. I said it. Yes, I did. You looking like a goddamn fool. Okay? All right? Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody has played the fool. It is a fool to learn that love don't love nobody. Everybody didn't play the fool before. Everybody didn't been in a situation that they should not have been in. Right? But God gives us something. He gives us discernment. He talks to us. Okay? And when he talks to you and you see them red flags, you got to listen. You got to listen. You can. You should never allow years, time to supersede how a person treats you. That's just my opinion. I need y'all to call in. 1-313-753-2696. I need my jurors to call in. Y'all quiet tonight, sweet pea. Y'all quiet tonight. Make sure you guys leave. A comment. Okay, how long you been together? Them years don't mean nothing if that man keep making a fool out you. Behind your back, he doing this. Behind your back, he doing that. Them years don't mean nothing. Straight up. The key word here was 
doing things behind your back. Just got you looking crazy out here. Let me just tell y'all something. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. How many times have you been out, ladies or men, and you saw your friends or associates mate out here acting like they weren't in a relationship? How many of y'all been out and saw your man's girl entertaining the world? The world, Craig. You like, bitch, ain't you? You know what? Let me not call her a bitch. You like, ma'am, ain't you married? Huh? Why you all in the man's face like that? Huh? Why you dress all up on your ass like that and ain't the man touching on you? Why you carrying on in such a manner? Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Some of y'all is embarrassing. You know, my fiance talked about a virtuous woman yesterday. Some of y'all don't even know what a virtuous woman is. <laughs> Read the Bible, okay? But the question is, how many of you guys can actually say that you have a virtuous woman? That you have a woman that loves the Lord, loves you, respects her children, respects herself. It's not embarrassing. Ladies, how many of you can say that you have a good man? Now, nobody's perfect, you know? But he loves the Lord. He takes care of his family. He's not disrespectful. His dick ain't community property. When you gone, motherfuckers ain't laughing at you like, she don't even know. He is a hoe. He be all in my DM. You got somebody husband right now in your DM talking about, good morning, queen. Sir, why is you in my fucking DM? Huh? Ain't your queen sleeping next to you, sir? I'm not understanding. All right? We got another caller on the line. Hi, Jura. Hi, Judge Miles. Am I calling the podcast? Yes, you are. We are still on air. Okay, this is Tracy. I just wanted to talk about interracial relationships. I think that's a very good topic. Okay. And um, I agree. It's, it just made too much. It's too much that needs to be resolved between black and white people before we start integrating and having children. Mm -hmm. There's too many problems. And when you have children with all these existing problems, you know, it's hard for them to identify who they are and it's hard for them to get along with society. So I agree with you. I think, you know, you, you being pro- um, Black, for your own race. yeah, doesn't mean it's that you're anti-white. Yes, does not mean that. And I think is, you know, if you can love your own race first, you know, first we have to resolve in our own race the issues, especially African Americans, because so much was taken, was really right So much was right from us, you know, our history, our language, our family, our education, our um, ethnicity. So before, you know, all of that is restored, it need not to be relationships outside into the white race because, you know, not to be history is factual and they, you know, a lot has been done to us from them. So... We need to take that into consideration. I think this is a very good topic, and I had to call in. Well, once again, we are so happy for our jurors to call in. Thank you so much, Tracy. I agree with you 110%. I just want to make sure that we make it very clear to be pro-African-American, pro-Black does not mean that we are anti-white, okay? I need you guys yeah. to understand that and stop playing these manipulative games and understand that we have a right to be for our people because no one else is for us. We have to stand up for ourselves. Who else is going to protect us? Who else is going to give us information? It damn showing the other cultures and races. So I think that that's very important for you guys to realize and understand. We thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, ma'am? No, I just wanted to say keep up the good work and thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much, caller. Have thank a wonderful you. day. Okay, you too. All right. You guys, you call it on in, my jurors. I truly appreciate this. I love to have my jurors call in. So the verdict for our last topic, y'all. 
uh, which is uh, if you foolish or not. The verdict for me is going to be when you ready and you tired of being foolish, you will make the decision. If you ain't ready, for the most part, people, it's probably best that you stay out of people relationships. That's the verdict. Okay, because it ain't going to help you out. It ain't going to help you out. We're moving right on to our last segment of the day, which is called Judge and Jury. That's right. Judge and Jury. In case you guys don't know, I am the judge and you are my jurors. And this is an interactive podcast. Therefore, I need you guys to call in. Talk to me. Okay. The call-in number is one three one three seven five three two six nine six. Okay. Call on in. Talk to me about this next topic, which is called judge and jury. That's not the topic. Okay. Here it is right here. Black women are the only women on earth who are not allowed to have feelings. Now, before I elaborate, before I deliberate on this verdict, I'm going to play y'all a video. Y'all ready for that video? Let's go. I wish that people in general, but especially black men, understood that a lot of the times our anxiety as black women shows up as irritation or aggression, but we are not necessarily angry. We don't, we, ne we never really get that past to be like, you know, you hear about white woman tears, but... When a black woman cries, she's looking for sympathy. When a black woman is irritated or has an anxiety or is overwhelmed or is overstimulated, she's with an attitude. When a black woman needs help, she doesn't get help. So when we go out and get the help that we need to get, then we're too masculine and we shouldn't have done it anyway. We need to depend on the same men that say that we're not desirable. So I just wish, I wish we, uh, as a culture. All right, you guys. Now, um, this topic is really near and dear to my heart. Once again, we're in the last segment of the verdict, which is called Judge and Jury. This segment is really near and dear to my heart, this topic specifically. Uh, I got that clip from a talk show that is on social media, and it is called Tonight's Conversations. Tonight's Conversations. I believe it's owned by black people, and so I definitely support it. I love their content, and so I want to give them a shout-out. Make sure you guys go and subscribe to their live commentary okay uh, i believe it's called tonight's conversations now this woman express I, I first of all i identify fully with how this woman feels if and, and i'm i'm open um if you guys have interpreted what she said differently than what i'm about to express please make sure to comment and let me know how you feel but what i got from that is it spoke to my soul okay what i got from that is black women are the most unprotected species, okay? That's how I feel. We are unprotected. We can't find help in the white man, the white woman, and a lot of times, not even in the black man, okay? Very, very sad. It is hard being an African-American woman but specifically being an African-American woman in corporate America, okay? Now, if you guys don't know what corporate America is, it's when you're dealing with the whiteies, our Caucasian peers, okay? And if you have a job that's not blue collar and you make a certain amount of money, majority of the time you are in corporate America, and so it becomes really hard because when you're in corporate America as a black person, period, but specifically a black woman, you got to learn how to play by their rules. You got to learn. You hear them say, you, you, you got to learn how to play the game. You know, that shit is exhausting. Why can't I just show up as Porsche Miles Grant, a woman who has went to cast tech, Bates Academy. Let's start there. My mama did everything. Bates Academy. Okay. Cast tech. Okay, Michigan State in Northwood with a master's in organizational leadership with over 15 years of experience in communication marketing, certified paralegal, certified financial counselor. Why can't I just show up as this person? Why do I have to learn how to play the game? Why do I have to speak a certain way? Why do I have to wear my hair a certain way? 
Why do I have to tame my emotions? Why am I not able to be sad? Why am I not able to speak up? Why am I not able to show passion without it being mistaken as aggression, dominance, hostility, right? Why am I not able to come in and not always be smiling like Bojangles without a motherfucker? Is everything wrong? Okay. Are you all right today, Porsche? Huh? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just not smiling right now. I don't want to be Bojangles every day. Why are black women the only women that are subjected to this type of nonsense? And what I've learned is nobody seems to understand how much pressure we have on our shoulders. We have a lot of pressure, right? They don't want to, people don't want us to be independent, but this goes back to slavery. More women are forced to be independent and run households without fathers because of the trauma that has happened to black people, black families. A lot of these men don't know how to be men. They didn't have a father. They didn't have a mother. A lot of them don't know the Bible, don't know the Lord. So, yeah, we out here thugging it. Not me anymore, but I've been there, out here thugging it. And because we haven't fell to the wayside and let the world damage us, we haven't allowed the world to cater, you know, make us feel like we're in, inadequate because we rise to the occasion, because we still get things done. Oh, we masculine. We too strong. What other options do we have? What other options do we have? Listen, I was blessed. I was blessed. I'm going to tell you this right now. I know too many women who have not had the opportunity to have a God-fearing man who loves them in their life. It's not a lot of them walking around here. It's not a lot of them living. Now, you do got a few, but I was blessed. So I got to talk to the women, the majority. The majority of women are out here either alone or with a nothing-ass man, nothing-ass nigga. So because they're carrying their families on their back, oh, they're too masculine. You know, I suffer from anxiety. And you heard her speak about that. When we have anxiety, a lot of times it is portrayed as us being angry. I'm not angry. I'm going through something right now. Can't I have a moment to go through some things? Aren't I entitled to have that? White women have it. Indian women have it. Chinese women have it. Everybody else can have emotions. But black women, oh, no, we have to be stoic. We have to act a certain way. We have to be. No, we're human. We're human. We get emotional, too. We get sad, too. The, the, the difference is no one seems to give a fuck. <laughs> That's just the reality of things. No one seems to give a fuck. They feel like you got it. You got it. You know how many times my passion for people, for an event, for a situation has been mistaken for aggression? I had a white woman who met me for, I'm going to say, all of five minutes. This lady did not know me. I'm telling her about a project and how I need some support. And I'm being real passionate. I care about what I do. Oh, you're super aggressive. Excuse me? Order in the court. You don't even know me. How dare you label me aggressive? See, these are the stereotypes that they love to continue to perpetuate. They want to put a label on you so that you can be feared, so that you can be singled out, so that you would be you can be stopped from people giving you opportunities. Oh no, she's hard to work with. She's aggressive. Oh, she's too, she's too, she's not, a, she's not a team player. She's too independent. This is a real aggravation of mine. And you don't even know how many times I've cried to my mom. I've cried to myself. Because it's hard being in corporate America. It's hard being in this world. Knowing that my work speaks for itself. Knowing that I'm gifted. Knowing that I have the education and the experience. And because... I'm a leader, I'm feared. Because I'm a leader, people are jealous of me. Because I'm a leader, people don't want me to succeed. 
Don't you want leaders in your organization? Listen, if you if people were smart, they would always make sure to have a black woman and a black man part of leadership, period, point blank in the end. They would always make sure that they have someone with education in leadership that is African-American. Because I'm going to tell you something. We got the sauce. We got the sauce. And that's the bottom line. This is why people don't want to acknowledge our abilities, our capabilities, our intellect, our knowledge, our innovation. Because they know we got the sauce. They know that everything that we touch becomes gold. Okay? But if you were a true leader, you would team up with these people because they're able to make your organizations better. They're able to make your schools better. They're able to make your businesses better. They're able to make your services better, products better. These are not the individuals that you should make outcasts. These are not the individuals in which you should put labels on. These are not the individuals in which you should make feel less than. These are not the individuals in which you should hinder. These are the individuals that you should celebrate. You should celebrate leadership. You should celebrate people who have confidence. You should celebrate people who have self-worth. You should celebrate people who have intellect. You should celebrate people who are thinking beyond and above those who are on a status quo. You should celebrate that. But not in today's society. No. Especially not black women. And so when I seen this clip, when I heard this clip, it spoke to my heart. I mean, it, it really speaks to me because every single day I got to go on corporate America and pretend. You know how aggravating that is? I have to make sure that my, my words are spoken appropriately, that I'm pronunciating and enunciating my words so I won't be labeled as ghetto. Order in court. Sometimes I fear getting my hair a certain way. Getting certain colors in my hair, getting braids in my hair, because even though we have become more acceptable to it, in the back of their minds, they really don't want me. They don't want you in there with braids and afros and all that. It feels like you're bringing down the look. You're bringing down the professionalism. You're changing the culture, right? It's tough. It's tough being a black woman. It's tough. You get into a conversation with someone, you get passionate about it, you get upset about how they may have spoken to you, and they may can say, you know, I, I watch how some of my white counterparts at my job and at my previous jobs, they can go in there, they can cuss, God damn it, motherfucker, you God damn it, motherfuckers better do your fucking job. Nobody says a word. I'm looking like, ain't this un unprofessional? Ain't, ain't, you all know, here, Timmy, out here cussing? But let my black ass do it. Let me get, y'all motherfuckers better get y'all to be doing this. Y'all know right from wrong, god damn it. I'll be up in HR. Baby, I'll be up in HR so goddamn fast. You hear me? It don't matter how many years I had, how many accolades I had, baby. I am gone. I am fired. Order in court. And that's the type of shit that I'm tired of. You know? You give an idea and they, oh, yeah, um, no, we're not going to go with that idea. Then Becky get an idea, same goddamn idea. Oh, that's great, Becky. We love that idea. Yeah, we're going to do it. You be sitting there like, hey, this about a bitch. Then you get mad and, oh, she, she too hostile. I don't have a right to be upset that Becky just stole my goddamn idea. My goodness, order the court. So these are the things that I'm talking about. These are the things that really bother me. And my verdict is black women, keep your head up high. Keep being positive. Keep being strong. Keep getting that knowledge. Keep being a leader. Keep being human. Don't allow others to identify who you are. Don't allow others to label you. You know who you are. The reality of the matter is this. We will never be treated as the white woman. We will never be respected as the white woman. We will never be able to have the same free speech and attitudes as the white woman. We will never be able to. Okay? And that's the reality that we just have to understand. And when you understand that, you know how to move. 
You don't let those things bother you as much. Go to the Lord, pray about it. I pray all, I pray about it all the time. Some things I just can't, I can't get right by myself. I got to go to the Lord. Because this right here, this will, this will bring tears to your eyes. If you got to dim your light because other motherfuckers don't want you to shine. You got to go in there and pretend that you know less than a white man, less than a white woman. Because if you don't, you got a target on your back. That's some bullshit. Order in the court. It's some bullshit. And I absolutely hate that we have to go through this as black women. And then when we go talk to people about it, they tend not to, they tend not to care. Nobody cares. So we got to start caring for ourselves. Black woman, I feel you. I identify with you. Hold your head up high. Continue to be leaders. Continue to lead. Continue to love on folks. Okay? Don't feel ashamed about who you are. Know who you are and who you are. That's my verdict for tonight. Okay? Uh, we got a call. We have a caller calling in, y'all. Hello, caller. We got a juror calling in. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, that's, that's a good topic. I think the problem uh, with this situation is a lot of time black women trying to compare themselves to a, a race that's really below them. Okay. And we're trying to get people to understand us when they're not even on our level. Mm. And so that's the problem a lot of times in dealing with a situation like that. And, and the biggest problem is black men is not providing the space for the black woman. Mm. They don't have to go to the corporate world when they should be working at the business that black men establish. This stuff will eliminate. And that's what one of the day Michael Mess was trying to say, separation. A lot of black women that's been subject to that type of behavior, they've been subject to it because we don't have nothing in our own community to provide them with. Absolutely. But so I think we need to straighten that out first, then you won't have to worry about that. Who, who You won't give a damn about what a white woman think about you because you're at your own spot. You're at your own business. Yeah. You're at the business of a brother. Yeah, I agree. But it's tough. Oh, well, we lost that juror. Uh, I appreciate that juror calling in, and, and he's definitely right. You know, if we had a space where we, we were able to be entrepreneurs and, you know, we didn't have to worry about all the baggage that we have to worry about from the children to finances to, you know, everything that we just have to worry about. And we just had that space where we're able to be business women and have help setting up our businesses and being entrepreneurs, then we wouldn't have to worry about fitting into society. We wouldn't have to worry about what people thought of us. But because we don't have that space for so many different reasons, these are things that we are plagued with. We're plagued with that. Okay, so my thing is, if we know this, try to be the change that you want to see. Create entrepreneurship for your children. Teach them the way. Fellas, create that space for your wife, for your daughter growing up. Invest in your child. Don't teach, you know, go to school and, and, and get a job and, and slave for somebody else. Teach, have your own shit. That's what we need to be teaching. Have your own shit. So you don't got to worry about going in there and playing by their rules and playing by the game. And, and you know the game. You know what to do. I'm, you I'm tired of that shit. And this is why right now I have my own podcast. I'm doing comedy. I have my fitness business as well as my financial business. My fiance is writing a book which will be published very, very soon. Okay. We are establishing sources of income and legacy for our family because we're tired of playing the game. We're tired of not being recognized for our talents. We're tired of not being we're, we're some of the best leaders at every company that we go to. We're tired of being overlooked for Timmy and Becky. We're tired of that shit because we know we qualify. We overqualify. So that's my verdict for tonight. Hold your head up high. Hold your head up high. Listen, y'all, your girl got her own podcast. It's called The Verdict Podcast. We coming to you each and every Tuesday. Each and every Tuesday, sweet pea. You already know that when the judge is in, the verdict is out. Listen, if you guys are looking for sponsorship opportunities, this is the perfect place to get it. I'm going to show you guys a video. This is where your sponsorship opportunity can go. If you have a business, if you have a video, if you have a product, this is where it can go.
right, y'all. We have come to the end of the verdict. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself tonight. We have topics that were real raw and raunchy. Listen, we told the truth tonight. I want to make sure that everyone understands that confident women, they do not hate. They do not hate. We are not hating none this year. We are big upping everybody. We are helping people. We are providing positive energy and positive energy only. We are not being a weird hoe. These hoes is weird, Your Honor. Your Honor, these hoes is weird. Promise me you won't be a weird hoe. Make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Once again, you guys, it is your favorite funny girl comedian, Judge Miles. You already know that when the judge is in, the verdict is out. Until next Tuesday, have a good time.